Hey guys, welcome back to the third episode of Venus and Huff Talk Football. You know, today we're going to go over some more game predictions, some NFL free agency stuff, and then just more discussion, like always. So, you know, let's get right into the game predictions, Huff. Hello. Okay. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so, my record on the year is 11 and 10. You are, you got one win better than me. You're 12 and 9 here for college Ooh, football. Oh, okay. All right. So, you know. Let's okay. get right into the game predictions. First one is UAB versus Marshall, the Conference USA Championship. I'm going to take Marshall. They were ranked at one point in the year. I think they're the better team. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, wait. So, okay, so Marshall, like, they, it was that one team that just surprised me, like, this year. Like, in a way, they're like Coastal Carolina and BYU. I was not expecting them to go off, but all of a sudden, it's just, wow. I mean – Incredible year for Marshall, especially with the 50th anniversary of, like, what happened to them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, UIB is a pretty good team. Like, so, like, they've done really well ever since they brought their program back. However, I'm taking Marshall with this one because they're the better overall team. Plus, I feel that they will win this game. So, yeah. All right. Right on to the next one, the MAC Championship, Ball State versus Buffalo. I like – Buffalo's running back Jared Patterson a lot, and I think he'll run all over Ball State and lead them to the MAC championship. So I'm picking Buffalo. Okay, so I remember thinking about this in a way. It's like I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. So Ball State, I know for a fact they they aren't that good this year, from what I know. Like even though it's like a really short season. Oh no, they're five and one. Frick. Um, yeah. Looking at this now, Buffalo, I really like Buffalo a lot. Buffalo's favorite to win by 13 and a half, I think. So, yeah, I'm taking Buffalo with this one. I like Jared Patterson a lot. So, yeah, I'm taking them. All right, now we got an interesting one, the Pac-12 championship. It was supposed to be number 13 USC versus Washington, but Washington canceled. They're not playing the Pac-12 championship. They were replaced by Oregon, so it's number 13 USC versus Oregon. I'm taking number 13 USC. Oregon has struggled recently. So, and the Trojans have looked good on all sides of the ball, so I'm taking USC. Okay, so I'm looking at this one right now. I'm looking at this one. A, congrats to what the Ducks did today about extending Mario Cristobal. That is one of the best moves they can make because Auburn was eyeing, eyeing him, but they, like, they took him first. So, yeah. Um, yeah, looking at the now, the spread, like, USC's favorite to win by three. It's like... It's a very close game. It's going to be a very close game from what I'm looking at here. Um, I really, I really like USC a lot. And like from, and like, it's like, I read like this the other day, like the matchup predictor or like the CFP playoff predictor, I should say my bad had like USC at 50%. And I was like, stop the cap. (laughs) Yeah. But like, yeah, I'm. I like Kate on Slavis a lot. I like, I like that St. Brown guy. I I like what USC is doing. So I'm taking USC with this one. All right, now we can move on to the Big Ten Championship. Number fourteen Northwestern versus number four Ohio State. Shouldn't be much of a discussion here. I'm going Ohio State. Yeah, I've been thinking a, a little bit about this one right now. The the spread is. About 20 and a half, which I'm taking Ohio State with this one, no question. But, like, but like I'm thinking, like, about, like, the like the playoff now. Like, it's going to be very interesting 
this week, I should say. So, yeah, I'm taking Ohio State with this one. Yeah, now we got the Big 12 championship. We got number 10 Oklahoma versus number 6 Iowa State. You know, I'm not huge on Iowa State, and this is their first Big 12 championship, I think, ever. So I'm taking Oklahoma here. Ooh. Oklahoma was what got me into the world of college football. I all I have to say with that whole Baker Mayfield team and everything, that was just I was that team was something. All I all I have to say. I really like Iowa State a lot. I really do. But and it, this was a hard one for me to pick because you got like a five star program against five star players as as um I'm trying to think. Brees Hall, yeah. Yep. Not not him. <laughs> um, yeah. Looking at this now, the spread goes to five and a half by Oklahoma. OU is winning by like 66%. But like, I it, this is a, such a tough game because if you think about this in a way, Iowa State has a shot at the playoff. Yeah, very slim, but they do. Like, I know for a fact, like, the ACC championship, if you think about it this way, like, one of those teams, Notre Dame and Clemson, are going to be in the playoff regardless. At least one. At least one, I should say. Assuming if Bama wins and and Ohio State wins and A&M shockingly loses, Iowa State could just come on in, you know? But... But looking at like this now, um, they're more of a like a like OU's more of a passing team. Like I'm looking at this now, like like I like Iowa State's offense a lot. It's just like I remember like earlier in the year they 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 beat Oklahoma, but like oh frick, this is such a hard game for me to pick. Ugh. Yeah, I'm taking my first love, OU. All right. I don't care. <laughs> now we got the Sun Belt chip. Sun a Belt. ranked Sun Belt chip game. Number 19, Louisiana, who beat Iowa State. And then versus number 12, Coastal Carolina. No, I think I picked BYU to beat Coastal Carolina, and they won that game. So they really, you know, moved up in my eyes. So I'm picking Coastal I Carolina. Up, I think I picked BYU too. So um, now thinking about this. Yeah, I'm looking at this now. One of these two teams can make the New Year six. Either way, both these teams have done really well. All I have to say, um, Louisiana, like they got were ranked for simply like being for beating Iowa State. Coastal Carolina is just this year's Western Michigan. Um, yeah. Looking at this, like, now, I want to say, like, Coastal Carolina is favored by three. They have a 56% chance on winning this game. I want to take Louisiana, but I'm, I'm taking the safer option, which is Coastal Carolina. So, yeah, I'm taking Coastal with this one. So, yeah. All right, now we got maybe the best championship week matchup: number three Clemson versus number two Notre Dame. I'm watching that game in the for ACC a fact. chip. Yeah, so I'm watching. So that am game. I. 
I'm taking Clemson in a revenge game. I think Trevor Lawrence gives them the obvious. I mean, TJ is good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's good, but he's no Trevor Lawrence. Clemson didn't have Trevor Lawrence last time he lost another game. Yeah. I think they win. And I think they win by a lot. They won by a lot? I think they will win by a lot. Oh, this yeah. Weekend. Looking at this, the spreads at 10 and a half. The, the predictor says they have a 70% chance on winning this game. Lawrence is back in. It's the perfect revenge game, all I have to say. And, like, I don't feel – I don't, I feel in a way, like, if Notre Dame was in a conference, they would be – I feel that they would be in, like, the Big Ten, you know. It would make the yeah. most sense, in a way. Because, like, they, their hockey, like, is in the Big Ten, while, like, everything else is in the ACC, which, which I get that part. But, like, they're in the, like, one of the weakest Power Five divisions, in my opinion. But, like, I'm not – I'm – Oh man! Now that I'm thinking about it, UNC and Miami are were all right. That was a pretty good game last week. But I'm taking Clemson. Perfect revenge game. All right, now we got another Group of Five championship game: the Mountain West Conference Championship, number twenty-four, San Jose State versus Boise State. I think I picked San Jose State to lose to Nevada last week, and I'm picking them to lose again to Boise State. I'm taking Boise State in an upset here. Ooh. Okay, so I'm looking at the line now. Six and a half favored to to Boise State. Um, Boise State has a 68% chance on winning this game. Um, I'm looking at San Jose State right now. And, like, ooh, ooh. Okay, so they keep the game within, like, 10 or 11 points. So... I mean, this would also be a pretty good game to watch. But like, looking at Boise State right now, the old—they're also a really good team. But like, but their only loss was BYU. So, yeah, I'm thinking about this in a standpoint. I might take, uh, I might take Boise State with this one. All right, because that their game was camp. Well, was San Jose was canceled, like earlier in the year, but like, yeah, all to say. All right, now we got the SEC championship: number one Alabama versus number seven Florida. Florida just lost to unranked LSU last week. I'm taking Bama. Yeah, all I have to say, I mean, Florida has does have a shot at like. And like to getting rid of Bama out of playoff or like putting them at a lower seed, which is the only thing that they can do at this point, really. Like, I don't see, I mean, actually thinking about it now, there could be a way, but like, it's not like in Iowa, they're not making the the playoff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm might, I'm taking Bama without a question. Bama's favored by 17. Um, looking at the predictor now, they have an 89% chance on winning this game. So I'm taking Bama regardless. They're my number one team. All right. Last conference championship game. Number 23, Tulsa versus number nine, Cincinnati. I'm taking number nine, Cincinnati. They look, they've looked good all year. The last, they were supposed to play last week, I believe. And yeah. The game got canceled. Yeah, yeah but I'm, I'm taking Cincinnati. Good water. Um, 
All I have to say, I'm looking at this now. Like, Cincy is favored to win by 14 and a half. While they have, like, an 80% chance on winning this game, Tulsa is, like, kind of good, but not, like, really, like, I feel like in a way they're, like, 2012-2013, like, form, you know, when they were, like, kind of good, you know? But, like, Cincinnati somehow just went, went, like, off this year. So I'm taking Cincinnati without a question with this one. So, yeah. All right. Now we got four extra games here. One of them, I think, is one of the only ranked teams that's not playing, that's playing this weekend, that's not playing in the conference championship, and that's number five, Texas A&M, taking on Tennessee. Not really much to discuss here. I think Texas A&M blows out the Volunteers. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. This one, like, perfectly. Like, looking at the line now, favorite by fourteen goes to A&M. A&M has an eighty percent chance. However. Like, I feel that A&M is, like, has the most, like, clear, like, shot in making the playoffs. And I would be – and I would love to see, like, Jimbo Fisher's, like, Aggies team, like, take on, like, Bama or something like that, you know, as he did yeah. with Florida State. But, like, I'm thinking about this, like, a little bit now. Like, Callum Bond, he's had, like, kind of a good season. Like – Oh wow, their running back went off. Okay, um, Spiller, yeah, Spiller, he's yeah. Good. Um, yeah. Looking at it now, no question here. I'm taking, I'm taking A and M. So yeah, like they have like the only like thing. If like if Tennessee could pull off an upset, then I mean yeah, like Iowa State could get an if they win. So yeah, I'm taking A and M. All right, now we got the battle between two service academies, Air Force versus Army. I'm taking Army. You know, I don't really know a whole lot about either of these teams, but Army looks like the better team on paper. Yeah, I'm looking at this now. Like, Air Force didn't play a lot, obviously. But, like, I know, like, for a fact, Army won, like, last week against Navy, which I should have watched that game, but I didn't have any time to. But, like, looking at this now, like, Air Force is favored to win by three. They have a 48% 48% chance on winning this game. And, like, I'm going to be biased here. As I said from last week, my grandfather served in World War One. Oh, no, shoot. World War Two. my bad. But, like, and I recently saw, like, actual footage of, like, his, like, plane, right? Like, like bomb, yeah. like, Hanoi and Haiphong in, like, Indochina. So, yeah. It was pretty cool to see that, but I'm getting a little bit off track there. But I'm going to be biased here. I'm taking Air Force here. So, yeah, Air Force all the way. All right, the first disagreement. And then a battle between Big Ten rivals. I'm pretty sure this game is the Paul Bunyan Axe, Minnesota versus Wisconsin. I'm pretty Minnesota sure that's what it's called. Minnesota versus Wisconsin. I'm just trying to find that game. Yeah, I think – is this the one with the orc? Like, no, wait. No, wait. I'm trying to think. That's like Minnesota's like row the boat, I think. But like, I'm pretty sure this is an X. I'm taking Wisconsin though. I don't really know what the game's called. I'm taking Wisconsin. Minnesota hasn't has looked shaky all season. They don't have Rashad Bateman. Wisconsin's getting back on track. I'm taking Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm looking at this like one right now. This is no question at all. I'm I might take Wisconsin because like, like even though like like most of like. 
this Wisconsin team has been ruined because of COVID and everything, which I feel is like the excuse, but they're still like really good. But like, I'm taking Wisconsin with this one, no question. All right, and for our last matchup here, we have an SEC battle between Ole Miss and LSU. Although LSU just upset Florida, I'm taking Ole Miss. I like their offense a lot. Um. Okay, I'm trying to think. Um. Yeah, Ole Miss and LSU. Ole Miss is favored to win by by two and a half, but the matchup predictor says it has a sixty-two percent chance with. LSU, but I'm thinking about this now, like, LSU was also one of those teams, like, this year that got screwed because of COVID. Like, everyone was just opting out. They received their own bull ban. And, like, overall, like, you gotta feel, like, bad for them at the same time. And, like, LSU is not at fault. At all. So, yeah, I'm thinking about this now. I'm taking that two and a half for LSU. And, yeah, I'm taking LSU with this one. Second disagreement. Yeah. All right. Now time to move on into the NFL predictions where I am 20-10 and 10 on the season. And you have me beat again, 22-8 and yeah. eight for you. All right, first matchup, I believe. It's, it'll be tonight. Yeah. Chargers versus Raiders. Thursday night football. I'm taking the Raiders. Chargers had a three-point win against I Atlanta. I think so, yeah, weekend, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Not impressed. Atlanta's not a very good team. I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm looking at this like right now. Like three and a half goes to the Raiders. Sixty three percent chance goes to to Vegas. Vegas is trying to make the playoffs right now, and this would be a good win for them against like a like an eliminated like non contending like Chargers team. I'm taking Vegas with this one. All right. This is, I believe, there's two or three Saturday games. Yeah, there's two. There's two games. One of the, there are two games. One of them being the game we're about to pick right now: Bills versus Broncos. I'm taking the Bills. They just beat the Steelers. Very impressive win. Although the Broncos beat the Panthers, I'm not really impressed with them so far. So I'm taking. the Yeah, Bills. I'm looking at this like now, like six and the, six goes to the Bills. They have a sixty. 62% chance on winning this game. Um, I'm looking at this, like, now I'm looking at everyone's stats now. Like, Josh Allen looks very impressive. Very impressive, indeed. But, like, but like I'm looking at this now. Like, the Broncos have a better overall running back in Melvin Gordon. I'm looking at this now. But, like, receiving game, like, Stephon Diggs, I did not know he had a thousand yards this season. That's pretty impressive. But like, I'm taking the Bills this one, no question. Like, they they might as well go seven and nine at this point. So yeah. All right. The other Saturday game: Panthers yeah. versus Packers. Shouldn't be much of a discussion here. I'm taking, I'm taking the, Packers. the Packers here. Eight and a half go by for the Packers. Seventy five percent chance to win this game and so yeah yeah I'm taking all right I'm taking backers easy interdivision game here between the Buccaneers and the Falcons Buccaneers struggled a little bit versus the uh the Vikings who have to believe they played this weekend and then the Falcons have just looked terrible all season I'm taking the Buccaneers I'm taking the Bucks here as well 65% chance for them to win 
favored by six. Oh, wait. Okay. So, yeah, I'm looking at this, like, now, like, they have a better overall team than Atlanta. Atlanta just got eliminated, so I'm taking Tampa Bay regardless. So, yeah. Now we got two teams that are plagued by injuries this season. The 49ers versus the Cowboys. I don't like Andy Dalton too much. I don't really like Nick Mullins too much, but I think the 49ers D keeps the Cowboys in check, and I think they Everybody hates the Cowboys. All I have to say, everybody hates the Cowboys, including myself. So I'm looking at this now. San Francisco is the favorite to win by three. 70% like chance for them to win this game. Like Zeke doesn't look that like impressive. Like he has like the lowest like yards per game like like in during his career. So yeah. Um I'm looking at this like now like I might as well take San Francisco with this one. I don't like the Cowboys at all. All right. Next, we got the Titans versus the Lions. Again, I don't really think much of the discussion. The Lions are god-awful this year. The Titans got Derrick Henry, and that's all that matters. And Derrick Henry's going to rush all over the Lions. Yeah, Titans no win. question about this one. I'm taking Tennessee as well. 79% chance to win this game. All Favored by 11 for, for Tennessee. And, yeah, I'm taking Tennessee to win this one. No question about that. I'll have to say they're a good team. So here we got a... Uh... Here we got an interdivision game between the Colts and the Texans. Texans got destroyed by the Bears yes. in a game that I thought they they could and should have won. <laughs> I'm not impressed with the Texans. I'm taking yeah, the Colts. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts here as well this one. Favored win by seven and a half. They have a 64% chance on winning this game. Yeah, and I'm looking at it now. Like, I, sh- I should have, like, put Colts, the Colts in my playoff predictions. But, like... But again, this was earlier in the season, and like I'm not a big fan of Philip Rivers, so yeah, I'm taking the Colts at this one. So yeah. Now we got a game that has major playoff implications: the Patriots versus the Dolphins. The Dolphins need to win to keep themselves ahead of the Ravens, I believe, and the Patriots are still looking to push in the playoffs here at the end. I think the Dolphins win to get a, get their revenge. Pretty sure they lost to the Patriots earlier. Yeah, in the season. I'm looking at that right now. Like as a matter of fact, um, let me try and find it. Um, oh wait, first game of the season, I think. Yeah, it was the first game of the season. Yeah, they lost to them when like Cam Newton was like had like been revived, you know. But like looking at this, like yeah. now Miami's favorite to win by three. But there's a 48% chance that they'll lose this game. But I'm thinking about like a little bit of this now. I like Tua a lot. But like you can't count out a a <laughs> Bill Belichick team until they're like mathematically dumb for. But like I mean, it's like I'm trying to. I'm trying to think with this one. Um, a lot of guys are questionable, I to say. Um, I mean, I'll take. Whew. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is a hard one for me to pick, but like, I might as well go with the safer option. Miami's playing at home, so I'm taking the Dolphins with this one. 
All right. And we got two NFC North teams that are making a push for the playoffs. I don't know if either of them are going to make it. Bears versus Vikings. The Bears just dismantled the Texans. Yeah. Absolutely dismantled them. And then they're taking on the Vikings, who put up a pretty good fight against the, the Buccaneers. But I'm taking the Bears. I think they shut down Dalvin Cook. I mean, the, the Bears looked, looked pretty good last week, but I'm just looking at this now. Like, the Vikings are favored to win by three. They have a 60% chance on winning this game. Even though as much as I like a lot of the Bears players, like David Montgomery, I really like Allen Robinson. He's on my fantasy team. But, like, I'm thinking about, like, this, like, in a standpoint now. Like, I'm might, I might as well take – I'm taking the Vikings with this one. First disagreement yeah. on the NFL. I have a feeling you're going to disagree with me on this one, but here we go. Seahawks versus Washington. Picked Washington to, to beat um, the 49ers last week, and they delivered. They they held the Steelers in check. I'm not going to lie. They mm-hmm. did help hold them in check, and I don't – the Seahawks lost two weeks ago to the Giants, so I think the football team is a better team than the Giants, and I think – they keep the Seahawks offense in check and win. You're picking the football team. You are. <laughs> yup. Yup. I mean, you are absolutely stupid for taking for taking the the football team to win this game. I mean, that is one false move that that you could have corrected, but. Five and a half goes to the Seahawks. They have a 61% chance on winning this game. Russell Wilson, I mean, even though he's not in contention for MVP anymore, like, I'm thinking about this now. Like, the Seahawks are a better overall team trying to get into – trying to clinch the West, I should say. So, I'm taking the Seahawks at this one. Like, it's – it's either going to be, like, the football team or, like, the Giants, like, taking division. I don't see, like, the birds coming back at all. All right, this one should be pretty one, pretty easy one. We got the Ravens versus the Jaguars. The Ravens, there's, I mean, maybe Minshew pulls off some magic and upsets the Ravens and kind of knocks them out of playoff contention, but I don't really see that happening, so I'm taking Yeah, like, I'm looking at this now. 13 goes to Baltimore. They have an 88% chance on winning this game. I'm taking the Ravens' better overall team. All I have to say. Yeah, and then we got another pretty easy one. Rams versus Jets. Rams. Okay. I gotta say. I, I'm just doing this for, like, fun, like, at this point. 17.5 goes to the Rams. They have an 89% chance on winning this game. I'm looking for this, at the spreads for all these games. The Rams are favored to win by 17 and a half. They have Cleveland next week, which is Cleveland by 10 and a half. And I'm looking at the Pats now. Yeah, they're going 0 and 16. They're going 0 and 16 now. Oh, I have to say, I'm taking the Rams. Easiest question. All right, now we got the battle between the Birds Eagles versus Cardinals. Eagles coming off a good win against the Saints. I forget what the Cardinals did last weekend, but I'm taking the Cardinals to win. Do I have to say it? Do I have to say it? Pain. Going with the Eagles? Pain. Pain. Uh, I'm thinking about this one, like, right now. 
Cards are favored by six. 78% chance on winning this game. Hertz looks impressive, but Murray was is the was the better QB at OU. Payne taking the cards with this one. All right, now we move on to most likely the game of the week. Okay. The number one seeded Chiefs versus the number two in the NFC seeded Saints. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes has a bounce back game and shows why he is the MVP front runner, or maybe not, maybe second. I'm taking so the Chiefs, Chiefs. this one too. Like they're favored to win by three. They have a 55% chance with this one. Like Taysom Hill, like didn't look that too good against the Eagles last week. I have to say, I'm I might just take the the Chiefs with this one. So yeah, I have to say. All right. Now we got the Browns versus the Giants. I forget who the Giants just lost to last week. I feel like it was a pretty, pretty bad loss. They like they game they should have won. Think it so I'm was. The Browns. Looking at the, the uh, they lost to the Cards. Yeah, um, they did. Looking at this now. This should be a pretty easy game, but, like, I'm just thinking about this in a standpoint. Like, it's New York and and Washington's division now. But, like, yeah, four and a half goes to the Cleveland. Cleveland has a 58% chance on winning this game. I'm taking Cleveland with this one. They just look very good, I have to say. All right, Monday Night Football shouldn't be too much of a discussion here. We've got the Steelers versus the Bengals. The Steelers are on a downhill. But, I mean, the way that the Cowboys just blew out the Bengals last week, I mean, my God, the Bengals are horrible without Joe Burrow. I'm taking the Steelers. And they'll, they'll clinch the NFC or AFC North with this one. Favorite by 13. The matchup predictor has a 68, 76% chance on winning this game. My bad. I just feel burnt out right now, but yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Pittsburgh. No question, they come they bounce back after two losses. So yeah, I have to say. All right, now we're gonna move into our third segment. We got some free agent okay. predictions off. So, I have a list of guys here from some positions, and then just overall defense. And I predicted where they go. You can either throw in your prediction, okay. agree with me, or just say whatever you okay. want. So we got some quarterbacks. I think Dak Prescott stays in Dallas. You agree? I mean, Jerry Jones hates the salary cap more than anything. Like, it shouldn't be like anything. Wait, wait. Okay. It shouldn't be like anything. But, like, he hates the salary cap more than anything. He has all the money in the world to, like, keep these guys for a lifetime. But, like, I mean, I feel like he could get a deal, like, he could get a deal, like, like off or something like that. But, like, I don't think they can franchise tag him now. So, I feel like, yeah, they could resign him. But, like, it might be, like, for, for Dak's sake to look at somewhere elsewhere. So, yeah. So you, you think he might not stay? I think, like, it could go either way through the negotiations because he wants to be, like, one of the, like, the the most paid QB in the league, I have to say. But, like, yeah, I'm thinking about this, like, 
a little bit now. Like, I feel like he could move on from them if, like, if, like, everything, like, remains the same. Like, the coaching, like, like, stays the same, like, you know. But, like, overall, like, yeah. Like, if the deal is right, I should say, then I I would say. All right. Next, we got Mitch Trubisky. I don't think any team wants him to be wants them to be their starting quarterback right now. But this is a little bit of an interesting prediction. I don't know how realistic this this is, but I think he goes to Tampa Bay and sits behind Brady for That's a year. Un, that might be unrealistic, but like I know he's going to end up somewhere because like I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if Foles is in like the the last year of his deal or like two years. No, he's got another year, I believe. Okay, this. yeah, I'm thinking about a little bit this of this now. Like they're gonna take a QB regardless. I feel like they're gonna move on from Trubisky. Like at this rate, if for some odd reason he just goes off, which I don't think that is bound to happen, but but it could be. But like, I mean, like, yeah, he could move on somewhere. I just don't know where. That's odd to say. And then we got Jameis. I think he stays with the Saints, tries to win that starting job. I feel in a way, like, the way, like, he did, like, like decision, the, the decision to go to NOLA, I should say, was probably the best decision he could ever make. To, like, learn from, like, one of the greatest QBs of our time and, like, to understand, like, how what it takes to win, what it means to be a winner. Like I feel like yeah, he would he could probably say if he like likes it enough. But like in right. a way, Taysom Hill, like as we saw last week, he's just like a multi purpose QB rather than just like a QB by itself. So yeah. All right, now we got Cam Newton. I think he goes to Denver. I think he tries to win. I don't think the Patriots will want to bring him back. And I think he goes and finds a situation where he could potentially start. Drew Locke, not the greatest quarterback, although he just had a good game last weekend. I think he goes to Denver. Yeah, the reason why, like, I feel like Cam, like, agreed to be in New England was so, like, he could get, like, the starting job. And it's feel like at this rate, he just wants to start somewhere, you know? Like, yeah. and it's, in a way, like, I feel like... I feel like he moves on from the Pats, but, like, I don't know, like, how it is. Like, he has a pretty decent year at at New England, but, like, I feel like they could bring him back, but, like, but looking at Bill Belichick now, it's either, like, rebuild or reload at this point. That brings me on to my next quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who I think completes the AFC East sweep and goes to the Patriots and helps them try to make the playoffs. He had a... Very good start to the season for Tua came in. And I think they could do the same thing with Jared Stidham if they really wanted to. Or if I don't they think Jared Stidham would be, would be that good. Because, like, I thought he was going to be the successor, like, to Brady originally. But, like, looking at, like, at, like, this now, like, I don't – I feel like he's just a backup at this point. You know? And I feel like – I feel like the Pats would do something, like, about that. Like, I'm curious, like, what – Bill Belichick would do, but, like, overall, like, yeah, I feel like the Dolphins will move on from 
from Fitz Daddy, as I would like to say it, like completely. But like, I'm not sure if like the Pats would be like a good like fit for him, even though like, or like a good system for him, because like, I'm trying to think about this now, like, like. I know it's an all vertical offense for for I think for I think New England, but like in a way, like I feel like they could take him if like if like something big were to happen to them, you know. Then I feel yeah, I feel like he could go to the bats too. So yeah. All right. Now we got the running backs who I don't really have any of these top five guys changing. I'm just gonna list off the three guys in the front that I don't have changing, and you can agree or disagree. I got Aaron Jones staying in Green Bay, Kenyon Drake staying in Arizona, and Todd Gurley staying in Atlanta. I feel like all three of those guys would stay, in my opinion. I feel like that. I feel like Todd Gurley might go, but like, but that's just how I I feel, you know. But like, so like, I feel like overall, yeah, all three of those guys are gonna stay. All right. Next is Chris Carson. The Seahawks have a lot of running back depth. And the team that I have him going to, I feel like they need, they would want to get more weapons around their star quarterback. So I have him going to the Texans. Texans, ooh. I mean, Chris Carson is, is a good running back, all I have to say. He's good. But, like, I'm thinking about the like their, like, position now. Like, I remember a couple of years ago they took Rashad Penny. With like their first round pick, and like, I have to say that was a horrible pick, like at the time, you know. But like, but like, I feel. Wait, do they have? I'm trying to think. Carl Side, that's his name. But like, yeah, they have Carl Side, yeah. But like, I feel like that's like just like gonna be like a one year thing, you know. I feel like they could, like in my opinion, they could resign, like Chris Carson. If, like, they get rid of, like, Carlos Hyde and, like, Rashad Penny or something like that, I don't think, like, he's, like, that good at all. So, yeah, I feel like he's going to stay. All right, and then I have Philip Lindsay staying with the Broncos. Yeah, like, no question with that. Like, like, this year and last year was, like, a downgrade like, version of guess compared to his rookie season, which he was the first undrafted, like, rookie, like, offensively to be nominated for a Pro Bowl, which is impressive, I have to say. But, like, I'm thinking about, like, this a little bit now, but, like, I feel, yeah, I think he, he might stay there just so, like, he could have, like, like a job there or something like that. All right. Now we got the wide receiver position. So I'm going to go. The best guy on the list is obviously on Robinson. I'll get to him in one second, but I'm going to do the three guys that I think are going to stay. I think Chris Godwin stays with the Buccaneers. Juju stays with the Steelers and Kenny Galladay stays with the Lions. All of them. I think yet. Yeah. All of them. I think we would say like Kenny holiday or Kenny Galladay. My bad would be, like, the only, like, wild card with this one. Because, like, the Detroit's bad, even though, like, the relationship between him is good. I feel like it, he's, like, a wild card, in my opinion. Yeah, and then I have Allen Robinson going to the Giants. I think they'll give him a lot of money to try to get, Yeah, you know, that was one of the main Daniel Jones, that number one receiver. With, like, Allen Robinson. 
Because, like, he wanted, like, big, big money, you know? But I I don't feel like they would, like, offer him, like, that, that like, exorbitant amount. But, like, I feel like, yeah, he would probably move on or something like that. All right. And then A.J. Green, obviously, A.J. Green, you know, needs he's to move on, on from Cincy. He's on his way out of Cincinnati. I don't think he's coming back. I think, you know, he goes to the Texans. It just kind of seems like a Texans Ooh. move. Ooh. I would love to see a Julio, Calvin Ridley, and, like, and an A.J. Green, like, sort of vibe there. Like, have, like, him in his home state, you know, where he went to school, where, like, Todd Gurley also went to school. But, like, it would just be, like, a really good-looking Atlanta team, I have to say. All right, moving on to the tight end position. I think four of these guys in the top five stay. I think Hunter Henry stays with the Chargers. Gerald Everett stays with the Rams. Gronk stays with the Buccaneers. And Jared Cook stays with the Saints. All of them, I think, would be the same. Jared Cook might be the wild card there. Because, like, they got, like, this one guy from from Dayton, I believe. Adam Trauman. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's his name. But, like... But, like, I've heard, like, he might, like, mold into, like, a starting tight end, like, next year. But, like, I feel like he could say or, like, he could go in a way. He's another wild card. And then I have Jonu Smith going to the Panthers. I don't know. I feel like the Panthers need a weapon at the tight end position. Yeah. I don't really know who their tight end is. And Jonu Smith. Yeah, like, Jonu Smith, like, I had him, like, early on in fantasy. Like, he did pretty well for my team. But, like, I'm thinking, like, a little bit of this now. I don't know any of the Titans – or tight, tight ends, my bad. Like, Titans, tight ends. I mean, that's, like, kind of a tongue twister there. But, like, um, yeah. All I have to say, like, like, they need, like, another tight end, like, badly if Joni Smith were to leave. So, yeah. All right. Now we got some defense. These are, I have all of these guys staying besides two. Some of the list of guys I think are going to stay. I think Von Miller stays with the Broncos. Leonard Williams stays with the Giants. Melvin Ingram stays with the Chargers. Matt Judon stays with the Ravens. Shaq Barrett stays with the Bucks. And Justin Sim, Justin Simmons, sorry, stays with yeah, the all Broncos. Of them will all of them will stay, yeah. And the two guys I have leaving. I don't think the Steelers will pay Bud Dupree the big money that he's going to want. So I think he's going to go to the Titans. And I don't think Jadavion Clowney will re-sign with the Titans. I think he'll go to the Dolphins. Yeah, like, like both those two guys you mentioned, they just want big money, I have to say. Like, even though Cleveland, like, I remember they offered Jadavion Clowney, but, like, he didn't want to take on the deal. But, like, but I'm thinking about, like, this now. Like, yeah, like, they could try and do something with that and, like, have it be, like, the same amount as, like, TJ Watt would get. But, like, overall, like, I feel like Bud Dupree might say if Pittsburgh pays him, which I don't think, but it could be a possibility if, like, for financial reasons. But, like, Jadavion Clowney, I feel like we'll move on from Titan. So, yeah. All right, we got four quick discussions. I don't think any of these will spark too much conversation. 
does Devonta Smith have a chance at the Heisman? I think he does. I think if he goes off against Florida this weekend, he did hurt himself with only 22 yards against Arkansas, but I think if he goes off this weekend, he has a very good shot to win the Heisman. I remember I talked about this today with someone, I remember. It was like it was like a really deep discussion like like who would be like who won the Heisman? It, as like a wideout, you know, and there were a couple of good ones, like you got Desmond Howard, the most obvious one. You have that one guy from Notre Dame. I'm trying to remember his name. I think it was. Oh, oh man, I got I got to pull this up. Uh, I know for a fact Charles Woodson played a little bit of wideout. Like there are only three guys, in my opinion, that should get the Heisman, the QB, a running back, and a versatile player, in my opinion. All right, so you don't think I he has mean, a chance? Like, I look at his stats, like, I mean, his stats are, like, really good for a wideout standpoint. But, like, overall, like, th- that's a maybe. It's a maybe on this one. All right. Is Mahomes no longer the MVP frontrunner after his three-interception game versus the Dolphins? I think he's still the frontrunner. He had a bad, bad game, but I think he'll bounce back. Tim and Brown be just fine. Him. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that. I was trying to think of the name. But, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about this a little bit now. Like, like I feel, yeah, he's still the frontrunner. It's a race between Rodgers and in Mahomes at this point, but I feel like Mahomes still picks up that the MVP. So yeah. Will the Ravens make the playoffs? I depends. If the Dolphins win two more games, I don't think Ooh. the Ravens make them. they have to beat the Patriots. The Dolphins have to beat the Patriots. If the Dolphins beat the Patriots, I don't think there's a good chance that the Ravens make the playoffs. But if they lose to the Patriots, I think there's a very good chance that the Ravens make the playoffs. I am think I'm looking at their roster now. I'm looking at their roster now. So the Ravens they'll win against the Jags. The rate no, they'll beat the Giants for sure their next game. I feel like they would have a pretty easy stretch, ending at a nice ten and six. All I have to say. Now, let's look at Cleveland, shall we? Um, yeah, Cleveland is favored to win by four and a half. They, I even said Cleveland was going to win this game, assuming they do that, assuming if they beat the Jets, and assuming they lose to the Steelers, right? It's going to be 11 and 5. So, <laughs> so, I'm trying to think about, like, all the other, like, playoff contenders, you know, so they'll probably definitely be third in their division for sure, but like thinking about a little bit of this, like now like, the Colts also have a pretty easy stretch too like looking at their like schedule now, like the Colts will beat the Texans, so yeah, that's another win looking at this, the Steelers play against the Colts, but like, I feel like the Steelers will win that, and they play the Jaguars after that. So, 
two and one. So that'd be eleven and five for them. So like, but there's one other team. So Dolphins. Dolphins. Okay, so I'm looking at this now. Like Miami, I said they're gonna win. The line for the Vegas game is already up, and Vegas is going to be favored to win by one and a half. I'm thinking about this now. Yeah, the Vegas might win that game, um, and and I think the Bills will win. So one and two. So assuming if so, one and two. So nine and seven. So I feel like yeah, they could have a good shot if. The Ravens win out, all I have to say. All right. Last question. Who is getting the group of five New Year's Six Bowl bid? I think Cincinnati, unless they win, or I mean, unless they lose to Tulsa, and then I think Coastal Carolina will Cincinnati get it. Cincinnati or Coastal at this point. But, like, like in terms of in terms of strength, I should say, in terms of strength, the AAC, the American, is a lot more of, like, more of a respected conference than, than, than the Sun Belt, I should say. But like, I'm looking at like the schedule now and like the level of competition they played. I think I might have said like them last week, but I'm just gonna do this again. Like, they beat Austin Pay, which no question about that. They beat a 22 like in the nation army at that time. They beat USF. They beat a really highly ranked SMU at 16. They beat Memphis, Houston, ECU, Eastern Carolina, and UCF by three. Whoa. Um, yeah, like, like overall, the level of competition like that Cincinnati played is really good. But looking at Coastal's like now, they, the obvious one, they beat BYU. That's, like, really, like, the only thing that, like, stood out, like, for Coastal. But, like, looking at, like, their, like, their schedule now, like, I'm trying to see. They beat Kansas. They beat Campbell. That doesn't matter. Arkansas State. Then they beat a 21-ranked Louisiana by three, I should say. They beat Georgia Southern, Georgia State, South Alabama, Appalachian State, Texas State, of course, the obvious BYU, and they nearly lost to Troy. So I feel like, in a sense, like based on what I saw from both like teams, I feel like it could go to Cincy in a way. But like, there could be a possibility right. that that Coastal slides right in with them too. So yeah, yeah. All right, that's that's it. Ooh. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Tune in every Friday at 2.30 is when they drop. Yeah, so.